This is UNS Talks, a podcast from the architecture and design firm UN Studio. For our fifth podcast, we asked DOMA to speak at our annual UN Studio Summer Conference held in Mediamatic in Amsterdam. DOMA is a non-profit housing cooperative that attempts to address and overcome issues relating to the housing crisis and the gap between home ownership and rental. Unlike other cooperatives, DOMA has developed an equitable housing platform, turning its users into homeowners, making use of blockchain technology and of smart contracts. You will probably hear some passing trains throughout this talk, and will definitely hear some incoming emails. So don't worry, you're not being spammed. Take it away, DOMA. Where I'm from, DOMA is changing the meaning and value of home by enabling people to live where they want and to own their own cities. All around the world, people have been priced out of real estate markets with no prospect of ever owning a home. By rethinking the old binary of home ownership versus rental, DOMA is giving people a flexible and secure method for investing in property fitting the needs of a new generation of networked people. Smart contracts form the core of DOMA, binding agreements that outline the platform's principles. Slow and steady growth, data processing and optimization, allowing users to gain ownership of their home through rent size payments that diminish over time while simultaneously enabling the city to adapt to its residents' changing needs. When I grow up, I hope everyone will have the chance to be part of DOMA. Okay. So I guess the, the wicked problem that we are trying to address with DOMA is the housing crisis, something that you know, we're all very familiar with, um, and that apparently many of us here can also directly relate in terms of uh, what it means, right? Uh, housing is becoming increasingly unaffordable and this is a phenomenon that is really global, that is going on in every city across the world. And specifically the gap between home ownership and uh, rental is becoming wider and wider. So. More and more people are really, more and more people are really resigning themselves to essentially a lifetime of rent, which is obviously quite unsustainable, and which is what we're trying to address and, and, and intervene into. But at the same time, the what we need to um, be aware of is this other defining trend of our contemporary societies, which is that the planet is becoming increasingly urban. And that increasingly cities are really the engine of worldwide economic development. So when we think of these two trends together, right, uh, cities producing ever more value and at the same time housing becoming increasingly unaffordable, we see that the problem with the housing crisis has less to do with uh, a question of scarcity of resources, of production, but really with distribution, with distribution of value across the system that we set in place. So somehow, the question is whether, you know, here we have a lot of architects, the way we think of solving the housing crisis is often by, let's build more social housing, and 
Sure, yes. That seems always like a great idea. Unfortunately, it fails to materialize in most of the cities that we know. And so one of the, um, what we started from with DOMA is to think, what if the appropriate, wow. What if the appropriate response to this crisis had less to do with building new products, but with redesigning the circuits of value that is attached to them? Yes, yeah, so basically, again, like presenting DOMA here, it's basically a blockchain-based networked ownership platform for equitable housing. And uh, by that, that probably needs some unpacking, but in general, instead of basically dealing with this kind of issues of, you know, displacement and housing becoming more and more unaffordable, instead of dealing with that by looking at objects and typologies and like floor plans and things like that, we kind of thought of what if we would kind of think of developing protocols of interaction, developing something that is more like um, kind of smart contract-based urban software, the way we call it, which connects community of users and people in kind of this kind of new generation of network people and bits of the city that uh, already exist. So mainly focusing on uh, kind of, I mean, basically it's like what we're trying to do is to trace flow of, the, of capital through the city and how it regenerates and think of ways to find points to intervene in that process and basically kind of steer it in a way that it is beneficial for a bit more people than we see on the kind of charts like the one you saw in the beginning where you know like housing is basically one of the most important engines of inequality in our societies and that has been kind of studied quite extensively over the past couple of um, decades. So uh, essentially, like presenting DOMA to you, um, we have to talk about this kind of stack model, which is basically the uh, main actors of the platform. And uh, we start from tokens, which are really this kinds of um, shares of property 2.0, augment augmented. And then users, we talk about them more, platform that connects users to existing bits of the city. So um, basically uh, s starting from this, this kind of idea of tokenization, which is, I, I don't know how much uh, people, I don't know if it's too long to have a voting about who, uh, who knows what blockchain is, but basically um, it's, it's essentially a, a technology that allows us to develop this, what we call networked ownership, in which basically property can be divided into bits and securely kind of operated with in a way that, um, you know, whatever software we would develop, um, it would be. Uh, and then the way it works is that basically DOMA is, as a platform, purchases uh, properties uh, in our cities and subdivide and issues tokens that it then sells to its users. So the most important idea of this process of tokenization is that we reduce the kind of entry barrier to real estate market. Like if now in order to be there you need to have either a lot of money or be very patient to get stuck in one place, having a long-term mortgage, which is also sometimes expensive, uh, basically you'd be able to invest in shares of property with this kind of tokenized model that we've devised.
it's maybe looking like we're only designing a an investment tool, a, re a rewarding investment tool that so everybody can so, go join in and access the urban market. We think of it as something a little bit more than, than that. Uh, the DOMA token really is the sort of foundation upon which we try to build an alternative model of home ownership and in fact a tool to empower urban communities. I will try to explain with these uh, other layers of this uh, DOMA stack. So users, users are um, central potentially the central layer to, of, the, of the entire uh, system in as much as, as a platform cooperative, DOMA really is both owned and run by its users. So as we're saying, the, what we're trying to intervene into is this gap between um, homeowners and uh, people renting their home. And the way um, this intervention uh, uh, the way this intervention consists in what? It consists in this principle that the one rule that is um, uh, you know, set in stone within the DOMA platform is that all DOMA housing units are rented for a fair price, which in fact decreases over time because tenants incrementally gain equity within the unit that they inhabit. So basically, for every monthly rent they pay, they receive tokens in return of the same system that enabled the purchase of the property originally, right? So by receiving tokens and building equity over time, they join the community of users, many of them non-residents users, simply investors in this platform, and enjoying the same benefits. What we're trying to find is a balance between security, the security of equity, and the flexibility of this sort of contemporary mode of living in which mobility becomes a value that is at the core of the way we understand our relationship to the urban environment. So by untying equity to a fixed asset and enabling through this kind of tradable tokens to, for you to move around cities, but at the same time to carry the equity that you've been building incrementally, we're hoping that um, a new model of inhabiting the city and yet, you know, getting the economic power to inhabit it with a agency can emerge. So on the platform uh, level, we basically have to say that DOMA connects users with the bits of cities in a way that is comprehensive. It's the one interface that help people to enter basically the, 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 the website and see what basically kind of properties they can purchase, uh, all, all kinds of things that are happening between users and city that you can imagine. But in the end, I think it's key that we kind of are thinking of the platform as a kind of tool to also reimagine the government governance of, of how our cities are kind of co-designs almost w w with their users. So, I mean, I think also that in a context of uh, having a lot of architects in the room, other than this kind of political dimension of kind of saying that we cannot just abandon ownership towards, you know, this kind of seamless world where we can just access housing everywhere because we can clearly see by numbers that as that is happening, the wealth is being concentrated in the hand, in hand of few, more few people. In addition to that kind of political uh, rhetorics that we have, we also kind of see a huge opportunity in this fact that by mediating exchange between users and the city, 
we can almost like think of ways to co-create city with them and devise completely different uh, impossible before feedback mechanisms that are much faster, that are much more agile and that would bring us uh, some hopefully some interesting uh, kind of conversation even within architectural discipline. So basically, we are looking at these things at the scale of an apartment, thinking of, okay, what would happen if a lot of people own tokens in an apartment? They collectively kind of um, own it, and then there's tenants in that apartment who also, as they pay rent, are gaining equity in the network. And then we are looking at that network and continuously simulating what would happen with that. And that's basically the mode of how we work, but other than kind of... Um, this kind of technical issues, which actually, like, in the, initially we thought, okay, this is crazy, like, there's probably no structure for this, there's probably no way to make it financially work. The more we kind of spend time with designing this platform, the more it seems like all of those things are absolutely possible. And, uh, I mean, yes, there are challenges with, uh, for instance, like, issues of representations that are legal, but in the end, those are possible to figure out. Uh, I guess what I'm coming to is this kind of almost question of um, kind of cultural shift that this brings, which uh, hopefully, Francesco, you can talk about. Right, so I guess in the context of this um, event specifically where we're together speculating upon uh, the future of uh, the home and work, um, what we would like to conclude upon is to kind of outline and sketch some of the uh, consequences and uh, impact that we can expect these alternative model of ownership to have on the way we inhabit cities and on cities that we inhabit themselves. So um, I guess the, you know, of course it's a way of rethinking the sharing economy that we have. The sharing economy that we have is essentially platforms extracting values from the exchanges that they mediate between you know, different users. Here, the logic of a platform cooperative like DOMA is at the same time capitalizing on the efficiency of platform models in terms of productivity, but reverting it towards the users themselves. So it's like a sharing economy that tries to benefit the city uh, directly. Among the three threads that we've kind of highlighted um, it's this idea of the disruption of the model of ownership, so through network ownership. This is perhaps the most relevant theme here. We don't really anticipate, nor desire, of course, a, a future which is homeless. Um, and we, we don't believe that the, the trend towards which we're going, in which you know, owning your own product is being replaced by you know, whatever as a service for a fee, etc., is actually viable or something within which we can see a level of empowerment of actual users. Most, what we're seeing is, is essentially the contrary in terms of um, the agency that you gain in deciding the terms with which you will use such products. So with home especially, that's exactly what we don't want to be, um, to be doing. What we're proposing is a, uh, a completely alternative model of 
owning your home, which essentially breaks this kind of one-to-one um, -one relation between a single-family household and a single housing unit, which still defines the kind of uh, the way the, the housing market is designed, right? So um, we break it in two ways. We break it because, uh, on the one hand, the main asset owned is not a single dwelling, but shares in a portfolio of urban property. And on the other hand, the owners are no longer a family, uh, but a community, a multitude of distributed users. So in this sense, the tokenization of urban property can also facilitate the emergence of new models of association, of communal living in the urban environment, beyond the family model, as well as community organization around specific urban goals. It gives room and leverage in many, to the many people already inhabiting the city uh, in different ways and that the city does not account for. Um, another effect that we can imagine of this, um, of this platform could be uh, this idea of a stake in the city. So we, we treat diversity as a real value. Uh, and so DOMA supports a model of urban regeneration that enables existing communities to uh, stay in the neighborhood. So as new people and capital move in, locals can use a platform like DOMA to capitalize on the local knowledge, on the fact of being already on the front line of a re an urban regeneration so as to acquire a financial stake in the city. And you know, we, we must all be familiar here with the central concept to housing and urban activism of the past 50 years since it was first formulated, the right to the city. Um, and perha perhaps this is not to kind of replace it, but to complement it with a strategy that enables this sort of abstract right to the city to become um, instrumental operative by having an actual financial stake in the city that is distributed uh, among many of its users. And finally, I guess we can talk about the um, a new urban ecology that it would kind of uh, lead to. DOMA fosters a new culture of sharing in the city. Um, and we, we think that, you know, it starts with home, it starts with housing, um, but that culture of sharing and having common interests that are managed collectively, also using the kind of tools and new possibilities of achieving consensus that are offered by, for example, blockchain technology, could really you know, pave the ground for a transition towards much more sustainable models of sharing, but in general inhabiting uh, in modes of urban transport, services, and consumption as a whole in, in the city. So basically, that's it for the presentation. We are now in the phase when we're actively kind of reaching out to a lot of different experts. If you have any feedback, it would be good to chat about the, the project. You can also go to the Doma.city website, sign up for updates. We are kind of planning to have a lot this summer. And thanks for your very uh, kind of generous uh, attention and uh, having us. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that's all from this episode of UNS Talks. To learn more about DOMA's work, you can find them online at doma.city, on Facebook and on Twitter at, at
Doma underscore city. Tune in for our next live stream on July the 19th, where we'll be hosting Mariana Pestana and Rory Hyde, curators of the new exhibition, The Future Starts Here, which can now be visited at the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. You can follow our live stream on Instagram or on Facebook Live at 6pm Central European time on July the 19th. To sign off, be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud or your preferred podcast provider. A special thanks to Boifar and Burr for recording this lecture. And thanks to Mediamatic for hosting our conference. Until next time.